0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are doing um, Daniel nine as uh, part of our Revelation series. Now, uh, this is just the beginning of tar- time with Daniel nine, eight through eleven, rather to get into Revelation. Then we're going to start the actual Revelation itself. Um, I'm sorry it took me a little while to post this. I've been looking for um, some good explanations of it. You know, I don't want to give you any bad word, and I also don't want to give you Others' words, that's also bad. So I, I, I researched at many different um, places. And today's actual nation comes from Christianity.com. It seems it has the, the best explanation f- up for it. Um, so we're going to use this one today. And later today, we're going to be doing our podcast all on our episode all on forgiveness. This week, we are doing forgiveness and forgiving. What does it truly mean to forgive somebody and to truly be forgiven? And many people don't understand what this means. People forgiveness, people misunderstand what forgiveness actually is. Um, You might be surprised at a lot of things you learned today. So make sure you're staying tuned later today. Again, if you have the notifications on, um, you'll be notified when I create that podcast. Um, If you haven't, and you find my podcast interesting? I actually like and subscribe and follow, um, not because I'm receiving any money from it. I did, I did explain that at the beginning, um, but it also, but the only reason why I like when people uh, follow me, and um, because I can see that people are actually c- c- listening to my word and accepting, and listening to not my words, God's word obviously, but listening in, and I'm actually doing something. Uh, actually, I'm um, helpful. I don't want to be doing something that's hurting others. I only want to be helping others. So by seeing all these followers, it lets me know that people are listening and I'm actually helping someone else. So if this podcast helps you hit that follow button or subscribe button, depending on what platform you're listening to. Um, and again, I want to thank you all for choosing this podcast. you know, I've started it out not knowing where it's going to take me, but those who are following those who do listen, you are the reason why I know I'm doing good in this world. Um, And I am helping. I'm serving God in my best of my abilities. So, without further ado, let's go right into Daniel 9, starting at verse 1. Uh, By the way, if you hear someone walk in the background, it's my daughter. In the first year of Darius, the son of Asuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was the made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. Again, I'm sorry about my pronunciations, I'm horrible. With it, I'm continuing forward. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish seventy years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications, with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed unto the Lord my God, and made my confession, and said, O Lord the Great and Dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him, and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned, and have committed iniquity, and have been wickedly, and have rebelled, even by departing from thy per- precepts, precepts, sorry, and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, which spake in, the name, in thy name to our kings, our prince, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces, as at this day to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near, and that are far off, through all the countries whither thou hast driven them, because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have repelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he has sent, which he sent before us by his prophets, by his servants, the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because he, we have sinned against him. And he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. For unto the whole heaven hath not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us, yet made us. Yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquity. And understand that truth. Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil, and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous, in all his works, which he doeth, for we obeyed his not his voice. And now, our, O Lord our God, that has brought the people forth out of the land of Egypt, with a mighty hand, and has gotten the renown at this as at this day, we have sinned; we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and Thy fury be turned away from the, thy city, Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because of our sins, and for our, the iniquities of our fathers. Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and thy face to shine upon Thy sanctuary that is desolate, for the Lord's sake. O my God, incline thine ear and hear, open thine eyes and behold our desolation in the city which is called thy name, by thy name. For we do not present our supplications before thee for a righteousness, but for thy great mercies. O Lord, hear, O Lord, forgive, or hearken and do defer not for thine only sake. O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, Touched me about the time of the evening oblation, and he informed me and talked with me, and said, O oh God, I am now come forth to, under- to give thee skills and understanding at the beginning of thy supplications. The, con- the commandment came forth, and I came to thee I came to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved, therefore understand the matter and consider the vision' Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people, and upon thy holy city, to finish the transgression, and to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know, therefore, and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem upon unto the Messiah, the prince, shall be seven weeks, and threescore two weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be a flood. And unto the end of the war, war. Desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant. With many for one week. And in the midst of the week. He shall cause the sacrifice. And the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations. He shall make it desolate. Even unto the consummation. And the determined shall be poured. Upon the desolate. It definitely sounds confusing. Um, but. I was reading many different um, explanations for this. Finally found one from Christianity.com. So let's go right into it. Uh, Daniel considers the time of the captivity, which is 1-3. That's verses 1-3. And you see in 4-19, to his confession of sin and prayer. The revelation concerning the coming of Messiah is 20-27. So it breaks it down. Between the parts of the chapter. So it's actually a pretty good um, explanation. I was actually just reading it, make um, sure, because I, I don't like to give any bad word, whether it's my word or my, well, my tra- explanation, my translation or interpretation or somebody else's. Um, and I try to insert my own as well. I don't want to completely plagiarize someone else's word, but you know, I, I, this whole podcast is given to make sure that. Everybody's receiving the word as God intended. You know, so God leads me um, when I do these. So let's go right into it. So from verses one to three, Daniel learned from the books of that prophets, especially from Jeremiah, that the desolation of Jerusalem would continue for 70 years, which we're drawing to a close. And God's promises are to encourage our prayers, not to make them needless. And then when we see the performance of them approaching, we should more earnestly plead with them, plead them with God. And then when we're going on to the, you see his actual prayers, actual confession of sins. Um, And we, and it's important because in every prayer, we must make confession, you know, and that's an an important part of being a Christian is repenting and confessing our sins to God, you know, and um, asking not just for forgiveness, but for his mercy and grace. And you see that in this chapter, um, and honestly, you know, we never really know when our last time here is. We don't wanna move on to the afterlife and have sins that was not repented for. So we always gotta make sure, you know. Um but he's not just talking about our sins or that we've been guilty of, but he's also talking about our our faith in God and dependence upon him and our sorrows for sin and our resolutions against it, you know, our lack of prayer, our lack of seeking forgiveness. Um, it must be our confession, the language of our convictions. Here here in G- Daniel's humble, serious, devoted address to God, in which he gives glory to him as a God to be feared and as a God to be trusted. Remember, in every prayer we have to be, there's things that we, we you know, always must give thanks. We always uh, must confess. We always must bless. And if we need to have to ask we also include that as well, but we should should in prayer look both at God's greatness and in his goodness um his majesty his mercy um his grace um here is in, is a uh penitent confession of sin, the cause of all trouble is the people for so many years grown grown under all who would find mercy must thus confess their sins. Uh, here is a self abrasing acknowledgement of the righteousness of God, and it is evermore the way of true penitence, uh, thus to justify God. Afflictions are sent to bring men to turn from their sins and to understand God's truth. Here is a believing appeal to the mercy of God. It is a comfort that God has, all, has been always ready to pardon sin. And that's a very true fact. It's comfort to know that He is always. You know, it's not like here we have the court of law or criminal justice. No matter which country you're listening from, you have laws and you have consequences. Well, you see, the the point of a justice system is to punish those who, uh, uh, punish those who are convicted who are guilty. So, think about the difference between a judge and God. A judge is say, okay, well, you're guilty. We're sentencing you to X, X, and X. But with God, if you truly repent, He's not prepared to do that. He's prepared to give you. Absolute mercy and absolute love. We're going to get actually into that today in a later episode about forgiveness. So let's keep that in mind that it's not just about, you know, punishing. Because if you don't repent, of course, you'll be punished. He's ready to forgive your sin. Uh, where was I? I was. It is encouraging to recollect the mercies that belong to God. As it is convincing and humbling to recollect the righteousness belongs to him. There are abundant mercies in God. Not only forgiveness, but forgiveness is. Here here, he pleaded through the reproaches um, God's people was under. He pleaded the reproach God's people under. And the ruins God's sanctuary was in. Sin and as a reproach to any people, especially to God's people. The desolations of the sanctuary are grief to all saints. And here is an earnest request to God to restore the poor captive Jews to their former enjoyments. O, God, o Lord, hearken and do, not hearken and speak only, but hearken and do. Do that for us, which none, none else can do, and defer, defer not. Here are several pleas and arguments to enforce the petitions. Do for the Lord Christ's sake. Christ is the Lord of all, and for his sake, God causes his face to shine upon sinners when they repent and to turn to him. And now in all our prayers, we must, this must be our plea. We must make mention of his righteousness, even in his only, of his only. The humble, fervent, believing, earnestness of this prayer should ever be followed by us. And it's important to note because... Everything we everything we must do must be for the Lord, you know. Whether it's we're helping others, loving others, you know, giving. Uh, we always must do it for the Lord, you know, because the Lord's watching and he lo- he he watches us because we want like for, we're gonna live in it again today that when we forgive others, for God forgives us. So it's it's a whole circle, but we always must plea and worship the Lord and plead to him to, to forgive us, to continue to give us forgiveness and to continue to love us and show us his mercy and to continue to help us out of our captivity. Uh, next, we're going in from the, the last seven verses, uh, which is the revelation concerning the coming of the Messiah. And, and the answer was immediately sent to God, to Daniel's prayer and is very memorable one. We cannot, now expect that God should send answers to our prayers by angels, but if we pray with fervency for the for that which God has promised, we may be we may by faith take the promise as an immediate answer to prayer, for He is faithful that has promised. Daniel has a great, a far greater, and more glorious redemption discovered to him, which God will work out for His church in the latter days. Those who would be acquainted with Christ and His grace must be much in prayer. The evening offering, which was a type of the great sacrifice Christ was to offer in the evening of the world, and virtue of the sacrifice, us was prayer was accepted, and for the sake of that, this glorious discovery of redeeming love was made to Him. We have in verses twenty four to twenty seven, one of the most remarkable prophecies of Christ of His coming and His salvation, it shows that the Jews are guilty of most abstinent unbelief in expecting another and expecting another Messiah, and uh, so long after the time is ex- um, expressly fixed for His coming. And to pause real quick, that is definitely true. You know, we see that um, people don't realize that. Did, did, did you know that the Bible was written? for the Jews. Did you know that it was originally written for the Jews? But then when they rejected the Messiah and the Gentiles picked up, they were like, okay, this is the Messiah. The Messiah is here. Now the Bible is for us. It went to the Gentiles, which we are Gentiles. Um, So it was rejected by the people it was written for. And this is kind of somehow a relation to not really relation but it, it could be it's the same thing as like Adam and Eve you know Adam and Eve were not supposed to eat from the tree of life you know it, it, sorry the knowledge of good and evil they were not supposed to eat from that tree so god had a specific plan and that plan was changed because they felt the sin and it's the same thing here with the jews the, Jew, the jews were supposed to be the ones who were supposed to be god's chosen people but they're not anymore because they rejected him um I thought that was just an interesting point uh, Point to make make known. Um, the 70 weeks mean a day for a year or set 490 years. At the end of this period, a sacrifice would be offered, making full atonement for sin and bringing in everlasting righteousness for the complete justification of every believer. Then the Jews in the crucif- crucifixion of Jesus would commit that crime By which the measure of their guilt would be filled up. And troubles would come upon their nation. All blessings bestowed on sinful men. Come through Christ's atoning sacrifice. Who suffered once for sin. The just for the unjust. That he might bring us to God. Here is our way of access. access, To the throne of grace. And of our entrance to heaven, this seals the sum of prophecy and confirms the covenant with many and while we rejoice in the blessings of salvation, we should remember what they cost the redeemer. How can those escape who neglect so great salvation? So I think that this wasn't an, actually an amazing explanation actually I'm looking at chapter 10 and it seems like it's a pretty good one. Too, but I gotta do some more research. I gotta look more places. Um, I don't like to just choose one place, I like to just whatever gives me the good word. Um, individual chapters. So, um, again, that was Christians, not uh, Christianity.com. You can go online later on and look at uh, read that for yourself. Again, I, you know, everything I said did not come from, like, you know, I did add in my own uh translation, my own um uh, interpretations. I well, more, I added more rather, um, I added more have an explanation to things. Because uh, I like to do both. I like to put my own spin on things. And also what, they, what they're saying. If it actually sounds true. Sometimes I could, or some things I'll read. And it doesn't really fit in. And maybe it's not good or whatever. I'll take it out. If they don't agree with I'll take it out. I won't even include it. But that concludes our Bible study for today. Um, if anybody has any questions or comments concerns. You can always email me personally. At Ministry At gmail.com Um, again, in the first week of August, I'm doing a free Bible giveaway. I'm shipping them out. Um, everything's free. I'm paying for everything. The Bible, I'm paying for the shipping, paying for everything. Um, just got to email me. Let me know, uh, if you want the ESV version or KJV. Um, and those are the two ones I will accept to send. Um. Again, if anybody has questions, comments, concerns, always just email me. I always respond directly. And always, again, as you can see, that the these chapters have a lot in them. So it takes me a few, it takes me a little while to get good explanations, to get good, you know, works. I don't like to just read one, just pick one. You know, I'm not cheating, I'm not speeding on this. Um, I want to give true good word. Um I don't want to rush into anything. So There's going to be days, again, because you see I spent three to four days without posting because I was looking for a good word to read, you know, and always just open your Bible. You can read whatever chapter you want. You know, there's no limitations on it. Um, And just get to know the Lord and say in prayer. uh, Make sure that we're fasting for the Lord whenever we can. Make sure we're doing the Lord's work and keep the Lord in our everyday lives. Um, but anyways, um, don't forget to later today, I'm going to be posting that whole episode on forgiveness. Um, and what it means to forgive us, like for the Lord to forgive us or, and for us to forgive others. And you're going to learn some very interesting facts about it. You probably didn't know because I didn't know a lot of it either. And a lot of it can't even like, wait, what? And just, just be excited for us to continue to learn of God's word. So again, my name is Travis. This has been Christians United Ministry. God be with you.